wonder if I um you know what I've kinda liked listening to podcasts recently is just when like obviously conversation has been happening and then it just comes in on a, like, are we rolling? But they you've you've actually been listening for like however long I kinda like that vibe. And yeah, I do too. And adds to Rogan the, does that often. It adds to the we're just we're just sitting in, hanging out. So right. And we are. You are just sitting in. We are just hanging out here at uh, the Solid Seven Podcast. Yeah. Are we rolling? Yeah, why not? <laughs> I just was joking. I, I was that. copying. I see, you. I see what you did no, there. I actually so. love that. I love what he just we did. We are an above average podcast, but just, but just barely. Thank you. Your mo lately on that has been like an overly dramatic up. long pause, and I'm glad yeah. you deviated from that this evening. Dude, you see, I'm like a dice. You just throw me. You don't know what you're gonna get. Oh, you know? wouldn't I love to just. To just throw you. We, uh, we're not a show about nothing. It's not Seinfeld, but we're also not a show about any one thing. Each week we get together and talk about whatever's going on in the world that interests us, and we invite you to join us. Every now and then a guest comes along uh, for the ride with us. So tonight we are welcoming uh, back our good buddy and yours, Patreon supporter and great friend of the pod, Jonathan Reyes. Hey, buddy. Hello, everybody. Hope you're doing well. Hi, John. Uh, it's pretty well established here in uh, Solid Seven Land that I'm uh, I'm a connoisseur of the podcast. Most of the time, if I've got an earbud in, if my car radio's on and it's not playing children's songs, I'm listening to a podcast. I got a lot of podcasts under my belt, and it uh, yeah, I would say it's not uncommon if a podcast has like a like an A-list guest, like a, a famous famous guest. Um, Whoa, John! This is high praise coming for no, no. <laughs> No, I know. Not. I was like, but for, hold on to hold on to your butts. For Let's that, see where this goes. Yeah. For that guest, just just, ends a, up. just to roll in at whatever time works for them, and just be like, and it's funny because you know they always come in overly apologetic, like, oh, I, 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 I never do this. <laughs> yes, you do. Clearly, you do. And then the the hosts are always play it down like it's no big deal, but you know they're on like a production schedule and stuff, and it and it really kind of is a big deal. Yeah. But they're always like yes, I, overly yeah. forgiving the other person. Now, what typically doesn't happen is your like. M list guest typically doesn't oh roll in at whatever gosh. time works for he them. Picked M. He picked M. And yet, uh, so the plan, uh, as per usual, which uh, was to record uh, around nine ish. Yeah, I'll admit the ish. And uh, around about nine, uh, John's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm just leaving work. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm just leaving work." He says, "Tell tell me when you're done. Tell me because I, I I really I got something to say. So just let me know when you're done." I want to make sure you've got every detail you wanted included. So, oh, I'm I'm never done, buddy. Okay, I'm, okay. It's, well, it's never. Okay. It's never. Well, I, I want to let, let's do this. Uh, fans, it wasn't fans over. It still isn't okay. over. Uh, well, you just see. Let me I can be wrong. I want to run too. a little. I want to run a little test. I want to do something. Oh, here we go. Okay, so guy, so listen, fans of the podcast, welcome to the first ever kale self awareness test. Now that you've gotten your, <laughs> now that you've gotten your piece out there, let let's see. I, I've got a question for you. Okay, what would you say kale could have done better in terms of the booking of said guest on on the M ranking guest? Are you saying he should take an extreme ownership and you're flipping it on him? Is this All what you're I'm doing asking right now? Is is when did you but ask? That's not how extreme ownership works. Because extreme ownership would have put it on him. It would still be on you because it's extreme ownership. Hey, hey, no. Oh, that, that you're, well, listen, what you're saying is right, but th- remember, this is just the first ever Kale self-awareness okay, test. That's all we're doing. No, no. I, so I just no, want to hear. I, I'm I'm willing to own that I should be booking higher quality guests, and that is on that's me. That's not the problem <laughs> that, that, I was trying that is to on, highlight. That is like, on me. And I, there's no here. No, here's where your argument falls apart. Did we send out the request for today? 
uh, to be on the podcast to, to John today. Absolutely, we did. There uh, we go. At least would, there's that. Okay. It would more would would more notice be nice? Sure, but the the request was literally, hey, if you if you're free, do you want to come on the pod tonight? So you could say this was at eleven oh six a.m. today. Could, could say I, uh, right. We're not talking about we, a super last minute, yeah. right? Right. Okay. So we were just like, hey, we haven't we haven't done a guest. Um, you know, John's a lot of fun on the pod. What if we have him on tonight if he's free? That was the convo. So so we toss it out there. So uh, now if it's too last minute, what could you have done, buddy? What could you have done? Um, just said no. You could have just said no. Or you could have said, uh, I've got a work event tonight. Um, so uh, we, could, we might have to start later if you want me to do it. We might have to start later. But no, no. What you said, where this yeah. transfers from my ownership to yours is, I'll be done at work. I, I'll, be done around, I'll be done at work around 830 can do yeah can do i texted i texted at 903 ready when you are yeah and then and then what did you say john uh i can't remember but anyway um (laughs) now now john in fairness in fairness this does show improvement over the last two weeks this is untrue you got can i just tell you where my head's at when you ask me on the day of my this is where my head's at i'm thinking well they would much rather have me than not have a guest at all so because they would really like to have me because they love and care about me so much they would be willing to although i'm saying yes be deal with the flexibility that i might need on the back end so that's where my head's at but yeah, I'm going to own this one. I need to be better. I just bought this book, this Extreme Ownership book, so I'm just now learning how to own my mistakes. But here goes. Here's, I own it. Oh, Here's I, my thing. At least text like a heads up. And then even when we were like, because I said, how long until you'd be ready? We no. sat and wait. <laughs> Kayla and I were on the FaceTime call like waiting. He, he go, we're like, ghosted well. us like he was somebody on a dating app talking to becca that's what he did yeah oh, man. <laughs> fans fans who need Call context back. go back a couple of episodes listen if you want to get all the jokes you got to listen to the catalog that's that's on you yeah speaking of which guys i realized in a very like kind of bittersweet way that i am all caught up on the solid seven podcast and i've i've i'm at this point which i don't know why i thought it would take me longer but um at this point, I'm like, I'm like, literally waiting on the next episode, including, just, um, including Patreon. No, you still got bonus content. Wow, bro. I yeah. totally forgot about the bonus content. You have hours and hours of bonus content. Oh, that and just happened in not, real time, everybody. Only, I just realized that. Not only do you have all all this bonus content, but next week you get to to as a Patreon supporter, you get to listen in and participate live in the recording of the show. Which non-Patreon oh, supporters that's actually won't, awesome. won't be able to do for episode 20. Yeah. Well, so. well, on top of that, I think by that time, I should be sipping out of a specific mug by that by that time. I think, if my if my weeks are correct. Uh, no, you're not correct. Oh, when, what's my date? Well, I think August 1 will be your third, your third payment. So you'll probably get it like uh, five it to seven days after that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Whatever, buy the next one. So, yeah, but here well, we here we that. are, and we're we are we're glad you're here, John. Thanks for coming. I, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, gl- I'm, cool. I'm 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 gonna be honest. I'm glad you said that because I was starting to starting to think, you know. Well, listen, if we're not picking on you, we we probably don't like you. Yeah, that's actually true. Well, what was funny is it's just really fun triggering you. Like, I think I triggered you what maybe <laughs> six times before we hit record. And okay. then we did it again just now, and uh, 
You're an easy yeah. trigger. Er. No, so listen, I have to admit this, okay? And this is going to this you might agree with me, you might not, but I have to admit that you do a good job of of really getting the job done. I mean, if 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 anyone triggers me, it's it's for sure you. You you actually get me going a little bit. And yeah. it's you've got strategy to it. But I will say this though. I am known by quite a few of my friends as well, really not my friends, the people who kind of know me, but they're not really my close friends kind of know me as the guy who, Oh, it's easy to like trigger him, get him annoyed. And, and then he gets loud and starts yelling a lot and whatever. But I just really want all of those people to know that that's not real. I am not triggered in those scenarios. I'm just having fun with y'all. But Josh, Josh actually gets us triggered. Josh, I'm being serious. Come on. I just did such a hard, like, I just, see, really I just did it right there. I literally well, just did it right there. Questioning <laughs> it, uh, and it ruins my whole listen, thing. Listen, here's, here's the thing, man, is if, if in life you manage to surround yourself with quality guys, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to the guys here. Uh, you, maybe some of the gals, whatever. But if you've surrounded yeah. your, yourself with quality guys, uh, who actually care about you and who will actually sharpen you, who will actually make you a better right. man. What you cannot right. do around those guys is ever let them know about anything that bothers you because if they That's are so worth real. anything, they will poke that bruise repeatedly for oh their own goodness. entertainment. And and it really is the, the ones who who would also take a bullet for you, you know? Like it's it's the real ones. Yeah. I uh, I don't know here if I would. I like I living. Mean, um, but you get what I'm saying, right? The ones that love you no, the most just, are the ones that pick on you. No, I was joking. Yeah, but, if uh, if sorry. if ever I'm like, yeah, you know, I I really don't like that. Yeah, that really bothers me. When you do that. If the if the guy's response is like, I I'm I'm so sorry. I I definitely don't do that again. We're probably not gonna be tight. <laughs> no, no, exactly. And those, and those friendships exist too, but those probably aren't the close ones. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't need that. I don't need that. In my very life. Good. Interesting how that dynamic works. That's so, real. Seriously. Oh man. Well, I'm getting thirsty. It's time uh, for some crackage here. So I'm, uh, I'm going for my Jocko Go. What are you drinking, John? I got some water. We're recording so late. I don't even know if I want to drink this now. It's so late. I'm gonna nurse it. You go to. I'm gonna nurse it. Well, that's the nice thing about the Jocko Go. I mean, it's not like some crazy, crazy amount of caffeine. I mean, ideally, you wouldn't consume any caffeine this late, but it's yeah. not like it's not over the top. Yeah. So, what are you drinking there? Are you drinking <laughs> a mango? Mango. Look at you. I'm a fan. I think it's my new. I, I like it. It's my new go-to. Well, well done, Echo Charles. I finally got my hands on a watermelon, and I was—I'm uh, sorry, Travis Mills. I was disappointed. I want it to be watermelonier. Ah. So, but the mango's a win. The mango's right up there with with orange and sour apple. So, y'all go out and grab yourself a Jocko Go. Tell them we sent you. So, you boys uh, watch the opening ceremonies of the Olympics. I didn't even know they started. That's the response I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, um, I. Did not uh, watch that. I well, I guess it makes sense because I saw all the things about the women's soccer kneeling uh, for the uh, Pledge of Allegiance or something. What do they kneel at? Uh, the national anthem. They. Uh, I don't know if the anthem was being played. Um, they kneeled at something and then they lost. They, and I thought that was great karma. Yeah, they kneeled at the start of their game. I'm gonna get canceled for saying that. Well, actually. as did the so. like they they kneeled. Uh, the team kneeled. Um, 
I think I saw a picture even of the ref kneeling, and then they lost to Sweden three to nothing, which is pretty uncommon for the women's national team in soccer. They tend to be pretty dominant. So, I just feel like I get the whole protesting thing, and I get their point of view. I feel like that's that's a weird spot to to do it because you're there to represent America, and you're like now, mm, like yeah, that's a that's, that's a weird spot. Like do it, sure, do it in the NFL, like whatever. That's a whole another argument, but like. You're there literally to to to, to do that. Yeah, that's an, actually an interesting thought. I didn't think about that. Yeah. But and that just looks childish. Like, man, we're here for America, but we don't like it. It's like, well, well, then don't be here. Hmm. That was what the British people probably said to her. Yeah, it's a, you know it's funny. This is one of those. This is one of those topics where you I, I probably take a, a different line than than people would expect. Not that I'm necessarily like pro the the kneeling um i i wouldn't kneel i i don't like it particularly when you see um see it in national teams so at the olympics or you know the the men's and women's soccer team obviously they they represent the country in other tournaments as well and stuff like that but um you know it's it felt very cynical with colin kaepernick for me it felt like a career bailout it felt like he um, was, uh, you know, just running out of lifeline in the NFL, wasn't cutting it. And I've, I've heard this about, and you, you see this with, I'm not a big enough fan of the NFL for other specific names to come to mind right away, but I, I just know you see this with guys really in, in a lot of professional sports where um, they come in and they've got some juice, but they're playing against the best in the world. And so, the, you know, the difference between uh, Kaepernick and some of the, the actual greats in the sport is like he wasn't the most skilled quarterback. He was real athletic. And so the league just figured him out. And so he had a good season or two and the league figured him out and he had nothing else for him. Um, no different than like, you know, a, a lot of people who would take issue with Kaepernick's protesting and stuff would probably tend to be like Tebow fans. And it was the same thing, like. Tim Tebow's a uber athlete. I mean, uber athlete. But as a quarterback, he was really kind of just I. He was a, he was a good leader. Like he was one of those people that made the team around him better. Like to me, that was the part of the magic of of Jordan that other great basketball players lacked. Is you can play great yourself, but can you elevate the people around you? Like the whole team played better with him on it. Right. Um, and the league just figured Cap out, and then he like. He, he couldn't adapt. He had nothing else for it. So it's like he had to make a name for himself some other way. So I don't feel like everybody who's who's kneeled is doing it cynical. And I, I have heard the tack, and I don't know if this is true or false, of um, I can't remember who it was being relayed. Maybe it was it was Kaepernick. Somebody was telling this story about, but I think it was somebody else, um, like talking to a veteran, like, hey, if we want to lend our voice to these issues that we feel like are wrong, what what's a way we can do that re- with respect? So it's not, you know, like if you're if you're gonna protest, um, you know the state of something, and or, or if you're gonna protest anything, kneeling's certainly not the most disrespectful thing you can do. So yeah. you you know I, I you know I don't know I I'm conflicted on the issue of like, um, do you own a T-shirt that says I kneel for the cross? Um, <laughs> you know, so it's. Part of it is for me is like I'm just over the mixing of like our politics with everything, um, like with our fast food and with our sports and whatever. Like, can we enjoy anything just without? 
I don't without the right's politics or the left's politics or whatever's in between or outside of those. Like, yeah. can I can I just watch a stupid child's game that people are being paid millions of dollars for and enjoy it, please? <laughs> can we bring back the good commercials and can can just nobody? But you know that. I don't so I, I don't I think I think that that's part of like the refreshing nature of the UFC that I don't even realize that that's what I'm enjoying you know what I mean I, f- I feel like the, the 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 reality that they're branding and whatever it's just like they just don't go with the flow of culture like of those other huge sports like like the NFL or the NBA like they they just really feel like you're escaping from all that stuff from all the it just feels like a total different thing whereas with the nba and with the nfl there just are certain pieces of you know whatever that they'll they'll promote or whatever that it's kind of like you know it's like no i definitely decide on that i definitely dislike the messaging more at like um the team or you know um the the team or the league level or the business level because that that's that's always just a money play. That's always very disingenuous to me. Like, right? The team I'm doesn't. More people don't see that. Like, it, like the league doesn't have feelings. the The league has spreadsheets. The league's got bottom lines, right? And so it's like we all, you know, we all saw the memes. You know, what is it? Last month or or whatever that was Pride Month. You know, you see all the memes floating around of you know the companies throwing away their rainbow version logos at the end of the month. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, that's making light of the situation, but that's really what it is. Like, it's just, they're, they're just looking at the metrics of, um, you know, what's going to tick off the least amount of people and keep the most people giving us their money. Um, and so at that level, I'm like, I don't need, I don't need my burger joint to have a stance on all the issues. I need them to have a, a good burger. That's what I need them to have. So that's but so all that to say so I'm I'm a little less hardline um on uh the the professional athletes um kneeling for the anthem that maybe than I think people would expect me to but that turns a complete corner when you're playing on a national team. So you're saying oh this um you know the promise of America isn't my for me it's not my promise the flag doesn't represent me the national anthem doesn't represent me America's left me behind um, you're you're wearing the flag on your sleeve, like you you literally you could have said no when you were asked to represent America in that endeavor, and you didn't. And, and uh, so uh, that that I take uh, uh, on the on a world stage that I take big issue with. Like if you feel yeah. like if you felt that strongly, you wouldn't be there. But you're gonna take the endorsements and cash the checks, aren't you? Yeah, that's wow. Do they get yeah. paid to play in the Olympics? Um, is it more like? I don't know. I don't know. I was going to comment some, but I, I, I really don't know. Like it used to like all, they must. Be, it used to all be like, you had to be amateur athletes and then something changed. That's when like all the dream team stuff hit with basketball way back when. And, you know, obviously like the soccer players, they, they play professionally, but I don't know if they're getting play, paid while they're playing at the Olympics. They do make money for being on the national team. I, I know that. I don't oh. know where all the funding comes from or, or how that works I thought out. It was but. like, I thought it was like if you're on the Tonight Show, you're not getting paid to be on the Tonight Show. You're getting paid in basically like exposure, more so. Yeah, I mean, with that maybe, but they all have, you know, they're all being paid to wear their stupid beats on the way into their games, and they're all being paid oh, for true, their yeah. shoes. They're, you know, they're 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 getting paid when they're right. on the Wheaties box. Do they still make Wheaties? That's still a thing. Yeah, I actually I saw today they had one with um, uh, Muhammad Ali. That's who it was. I yeah. saw it in Walmart. 
Float like Is a he butterfly. In the Olympics this year? Sting like a butterfly. So it, you know, it's such. I feel. I feel bad for the athletes, right? Like I had a friend in high school um, that I was on swim team with. He was a crazy good diver. He was state five A diving champ all four years we were in high school. Um, certainly could have been on an Olympic track that he wanted to be in. As I understand it, we don't keep in touch, but I think there was a point where it's like he had to kind of choose between like pursuing the Olympics or like starting med school or dental school or something like that and, and, and picked the latter. It, he, it, he was crazy. It was, it was unreal watching this kid dive. That's uh, But insane. it's like to see the time and dedication and the effort that goes into that and that these games, it, they feel they're a little less special now that they kind of hit every two years. Like I know they alternate, but, but still like the time and the effort they put into this. And then these games are just so overshadowed by COVID and by politics and whatever. And that's where it's like, that's why it was a funny question. We'd be like, you guys watching the, you guys catch the opening ceremonies? Cause I knew yeah. the answer because <laughs> nobody caught the opening ceremonies. Like it's yeah. not. I feel like it wasn't even announced. In, like, was it announced that it started? Because I feel like the, I don't know. I, I never would, saw anything. If it wasn't for stories about like COVID positive athletes at the Olympics, or the women's the U.S. women's national team losing their soccer game, or about the cardboard beds, I wouldn't know that the Olympics were happening at all. Because like there yeah, were things I, I a couple months I ago. Either. There was like like different like quali- there was like games or something to qualify to go to the Olympics. So when I saw the the soccer thing, I was kind of confused. I was like is this the Olympics well, or no, is this to qualify to go to the Olympics? That's still? the other thing too that's weird to me now is and I think they do this for both summer and winter, but there are events that start before the opening ceremonies. Soccer part yeah. of it part, part of like part of it with soccer is you're you're playing so many games to whittle it down because um, you're playing an elimination tournament. And so you've got to fit all these two-ish hour soccer games in. So you start with group play. Uh, I think that it works the same way the Olympics is like uh, the World Cup, but you start with group play. So you're grouped with three other teams. So you play three games and like two teams will advance out of that group. And then from there, it's like single elimination tournament all the way through. Ah. So so they start a little early because you got to get all those games in. Mm-hmm. But even that, like right now. Like even that though feels like that's something else I haven't liked about the Olympics recently is like events happening before the opening ceremonies. Maybe it was always that way and and we never noticed, but now I notice and I'm like, wait, this isn't the opening <laughs> ceremony. You already opened. It started. That's so, I but. I liked watching the Olympics too. I don't know why I don't care this year to give I've it a go. Never cared. Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things you can kind of get into. Like, I've talked about it on here before, like, with serialized shows with, like, Mandalorian. And uh, as we record today, the new episode of Ted Lasso's out. And I'm I'm talking to to you fine people instead of watching that this evening. That's just how much I care about you, the listener. Wait, was the opening ceremonies today? Oh, I don't know. I think maybe they were yesterday. I think it was oh, yesterday. I wow. saw it on Instagram. Someone posted. Yeah, there was a lot of coverage Dang, today. I so it must have happened last night. Um, but I, I like, I miss that about our culture, like that appointment viewing where, you know, super big sporting events and big television events and, you know, TV finale of this, uh, you know, where it's like the next day, most of the people you talk to are going to have seen that thing, experienced that thing and be hype about it, want to talk about it with you. And so in like the sea of, you know, streaming and, you know, media is so segmented. So nothing is, tends to be that big, like. Um, 
you know, it's not like there's the Cheers or the Seinfeld or the Friends or the Office that most people are watching. Like it's there's just too many, too many sources. Um, so the Olympics was still kind of that thing, but this these games already were postponed a year. They were supposed to happen last year. Um, right. So you know, which means you know theoretically we'll have summer games uh, next year if the I don't know the Lambda variant isn't going crazy then. Uh, Is that actually the name of like another variant? Uh, well, once we get to L, it will be, I'm sure. Oh, that's what they are. Yeah, it's just oh, it's going through well, like the yeah. Well, <laughs> so what happened was it was like you know they were talking about like the variants by the country of origin or where they first recognized the variant, uh, but then that gave that gave those those countries or those regions like a negative connotation. So we're we're not going to do that now. We're gonna we're gonna name them by the Greek alphabet. Yeah, I don't know who who makes these calls. Uh, people. <laughs> it's like when you hear people say. Answer. It's like when you hear people be like, "I mean, they say who who who's they? Who is who's, that? Yeah, I, I, they're whole, they're we, they're out there. They're somebody. But they. Um, so uh, speaking of of they say and who who makes these decisions, uh, you boys all fired up to buy your Cleveland Guardians jerseys. Dude, I heard about that. Someone, someone at work today said that. That that was their new name. The Josh, who you know about this? Um, you mentioned it earlier, and then coincidentally, um, I was scrolling on Reddit while we were waiting for John, and I saw that James Gunn tweeted at I guess the announcement tweet. James Gunn, who direct is directing Suicide Squad or something, or he directed uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and um. And then he tweeted, like, if their logo is not a raccoon carrying a machine gun, I didn't finish the tweet. That's but funny. I saw that that is funny because funny. their logo yeah. is horrible. Ooh, I want to see it. <laughs> horrible. So, like, the name, this is so lame. Um, I, I literally typed in CL and Cleveland Guardians popped up that's immediately. That's so funny. The, um, the, the name and the logo are both based on these, like, Art Deco statues that are on some bridge there in Cleveland that they call the guardians of the traffic. And that's, that's one they went with. And really, I feel like they just settled on a name that had the most letters in a row in common with the word Indians. Like they don't have to do as much embroidery reprogramming Uh, or something. Literally as you're saying that I'm looking at it, I'm like, you could almost do like, what's the call where you rearrange the words and you can make a new word. Like that kind of like you can, um, I think you, you basically almost can. Yeah. Is that real? Do you really think that would contribute to their reasoning? No. Okay. But it, <laughs> I, was it, like, but, I was like, what? But it's awfully coincidental that I'm like, you re- you just replaced in with guard. That is funny. You're starting oh, to make can. me think there's something to that. Like, maybe that's why they did well, they're that. Ki- I mean, there kind of has to be. Like, most yeah. of the old word is in the new word. So, like, yeah. nope, we changed it. Wink, wink. And <laughs> like like diehard Cleveland fans, this team's been in Cleveland. They've been the Cleveland Indians since 1915. It's over a century. Oh wow! Um, you you th- you think these people aren't going to show up in their Chief Wahoo gear still? Wow, that is insane. Uh, and, James Gunn's full. And, sorry, go ahead. But here, but here's my thing: who who was rolling up in there? Like, yeah, I'm gonna watch some baseball and I'm gonna mock me some engines, like. <sighs> 
uh, I I don't know. It just yeah, seems man. like it. Now I'm I'm not as I'm not as free to comment as I once used to be. I can't remember if I've talked about this on here or not, but like I I grew up, my sister and I, my whole life, um, being told, knowing, understanding, believing that I always mess up what generation, but it was supposed to be like either my dad's grandma or great grandma was full blooded Native American. And my sister would know what tribe, and I I always forget. But it doesn't matter because it's it's one hundred percent not true. Because we did twenty three and me, and I'm like ninety seven percent European, and none of that other three percent is Native American. How so, we know that now? Yeah, I'm basically your own personal Elizabeth Warren. I am. Uh, I long time thought I had some Native American blood, and I do not. So wow. Okay. Yeah. So I can't. Yeah, I can't mock this name change as hard as I would like to. Now, like I could well, maybe I could maybe see taking issue with the um like the Chief Wahoo logo, like that that red faced, like, you know, American uh Native American caricature. Um but this idea of like um using Native Americans as a as a mascot at all is somehow demeaning I'm like, like you look at, uh, you know, football, college football is life in Florida. I don't, I don't know if for any of the three of us, but living in Florida, these people take their football seriously. I would say right. more serious than probably any place but Texas. <laughs> and uh, like FSU, right? It's like we're saying, no, you're like you're, you're fierce warriors. And that's like, that's our mascot. That's what we're trying to emulate here is like these fierce, honorable warriors. Oh, Okay. What what like? Where's the insult? Uh, I, yeah, I've I've got no words for that reality that we're living in right now. That that's really something worth changing. I mean, look, if if I met seriously, if I met like a solid amount, like even just or I guess even just a couple of people who let's say they were of Native American descent and they really explained to me like why they're bothered by it. It might change my opinion. I'm open to that, but, but like, it, I've just, I yeah, don't know. It's just, okay. I, I can't but imagine you, that. you might come across those people, but if they're, if they're the exception, if they're one in a thousand, one in a hundred thousand two two and two in a million, then, then like, like what, 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 per, what percentage of people can't have to have to be offended before we cancel all the things. It's an interesting uh, thought. Uh, what What do you think? That what, what's your answer for that? I I don't know. Like you know, I, I don't have the experience of people wanting to be like, um, you know, we're the we're the Cleveland pasty white guys. Um, but if they <laughs> if they wanted to be, um, and I took offense, I I like not support the team or buy the merch. That's what I would do. I I understand. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. My Mate. only devil's advocate, my only thing that I could s- agree and sympathize with is like you they're not Indians, they're Native Americans. And it's like that's not even like an offense thing. It's just like logical thing. Like yeah, we're not in just, India. Like yeah. it's like me calling you Kale, you're French. Like no, you're an American. Like it's just wrong. You're wrong. So yeah, but I they're could, not, I could see that. They're not okay, uh, so like turn the turn that the clock back to to 1492, they wouldn't have introduced themselves as Native Americans either. So what then what's the what's the th- what what would they call themselves? You just got to name then them I by think, their tribe, by whatever they So may, maybe that's why that maybe that's why FSU is okay because they're they're the Seminoles. They use the 
the, le- yeah. the legit tribe name? Is yeah. that? So I mean, that's, literally, yeah. yeah. I don't see I'm how fine that's with what that. you got to do to be okay. Because that's, that's their actual name. It's not incorrect. Calling them Indians is technically just incorrect. It's not offensive. Is, it's not whatever. Is, it's just wrong. You're wrong. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. Is the problem... Kale, is the problem from from that perspective, right? If somebody somebody who's like offended, but is the problem that that they're a mascot at all, or is it just the depiction? Is that that that's the problem? Like, are they offended <laughs> just by the fact that the uh, that a race or whatever is a mascot? Like, or is it just the depiction that that bothers them? I, 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 I don't know. Them. You'd have to ask somebody who was bothered by it, I suppose. I, yeah, I I just don't I think he was asking for like your opinion, not like if you actually. Well, no, I mean, yeah, but just just your best guess. I mean, no, but I you're know. yeah, you're asking me what they took offense with. Like, uh, yeah. I could see not being crazy about like the Chief Wahoo logo. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. But I mean, I don't even know. I'm that more it was so thinking about Washington, the the Redskins. I'm more so thinking about that, like yeah. something like that, where it's not, it's you know, it's normal, it's whatever, you know. So you know, I I guess the the issue there, like, um, is. I'd have to 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 look into it more. Uh, like, if if redskin was ever like a derogatory term, but if, no, it, but, if it, but if it was on... like who's like who would ever have if the intention was to deride, if the intention was to mock, if the intention was whatever, you wouldn't make that. You wouldn't you wouldn't make something your mascot that you're mocking. That's a good point. <laughs> a really good point. Right? Yeah, I mean like I to me that. you're 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 honoring that thing. Yeah, you're saying it's a good thing. Like we love being, you know, gators or warriors or, you know, whatever. Which, you know, now it it, it raises the question, you know, of like my beloved Chicago Cubs. Like there's like Cubs aren't exactly like f- fierce. Right, they're kind yeah, of a, it's, they're kind of cuddly and adorable. Maybe that's why we've got you know. Uh, what's a Packer? What the frick is a Packer? What's a well, Pacer? Well, you ought to know. Yeah, I looked it up true. once. I don't remember. It's something with <laughs> boxes. I don't know. Yeah, you guys just get called <laughs> cheeseheads, anyways. Yeah, yeah, true. So, so yeah, I mean, not not every mascot anywhere makes sense, but I'm like, um, you know, there. <laughs> You know, there there's other, you know, derogatory racial terms in my head that are coming to mind, none of which I'm even going to mention by letter here. But you wouldn't be, you know, like, were the Chicago plug in any of those, like, racially charged terms? You're not going to no, do that. No, yeah, you nobody don't. Would, it's, nobody yeah. would do that. You don't even do that as a, as a gag. So, yeah. um, you know, if, if Redskins was ever used to... Um, you know, like just to to put down or disrespect Native Americans. Like I don't think the people that picked that as a team name were were aware of that or attending intending it. Yeah. I just don't know who yeah. would do that. I think I because I saw someone had posted you know some a pretty good proof of that. It was actually like body paint that they would put on when they went to war. Yeah, like and then they called themselves Redskins. Like whatever. I I don't know if that's accurate, but something along those absolutely non-offensive lines like i i don't know something like that well and i mean it's just um you know i'm thinking about the song like jesus loves the little children right be they yellow black or white they are precious in his sight like it's like is it i, I don't i don't know i guess red yeah. red's not in there but i mean you're racist you just said jesus is racist well it that was a joke it, 
They're 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 all precious <laughs> in his sight, buddy. <laughs> right. So you gotta finish the song. So this thing is an appropriate joke. That's why it's called a joke. I'm just like okay, um, I, like I've got my own personal issues with the concept uh, of offense, but setting that aside, like okay, I'll I'll seed the point. It's okay to be offended. It's just this concept now of every, anything that offends me has to cease to exist. Like that's that's new in culture over the last few years. And it's just it's just a horrible idea because everything offends somebody. At some point, at some point that alligator's coming to eat you. You think you're riding the saddle on its back and at some point that alligator's coming to eat you. Because everybody, everything offends somebody, and so that's how. Go ahead. Sorry, um, I've heard like that's what I've like. I think people talk about Family Guy or just stand-up comedians in general. Like you'll laugh all day at the joke that you find funny, but then the moment it's about you or the thing you're into, and they're making fun of it, and you go, "Oh, you can't joke about that," but but yep. then you're sitting over here laughing at that thing that could offend someone else. So like even with at least comedy and you should really relate it to life. You can't sit here and be like, Oh, you can't joke about my thing, but I can joke about your thing. Yeah. That's actually a good point too. Well, and, and that's like, like just don't, just don't participate. Just don't patronize. Like I, I don't get it. These things are a problem if it's uh, government doing it at any, any level. Right. But we're, we're talking about, private businesses, private organizations, private whatever. And so like I kind of had this same feeling like this is a little tan- tangential, but like I can remember when um like smoking in restaurants and maybe I can't remember what other institutions were cl- was was passed in Florida and I actually think it might have been a constitutional amendment cuz God knows we'll we'll vote and approve stupid things to be constitutional amendments down here. But I'm like I what right do I have to tell the restaurant on the corner, that private business owner on private property, that they can't allow smoking in their restaurant? No one has to eat there. No one has to work there. Like if I want to, if, if I don't want to eat in a restaurant that has a smoking section, because that was always kind of dumb. Like if there's a smoking section, it's the whole restaurant. <laughs> But I'm like, right. I can just go eat somewhere else. And you know what? If enough people start to decide to do that, the business owner will either make the determination to get rid of it themselves or or they won't. But it's their determination. I mean, I mean I'm all for yeah. restaurants getting rid of smoking because it's like very, in, but, I, don't, like, I don't know. I feel like that's all up in your space. But are you for the government? It's not your space. It's to. their space. Are you, I mean, like, Josh, in I'm my curious, personal are you, are you space. for that? What do you mean? Am I for like, like for the government people's... telling people that they can't do it? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm uh, sorry. I misspoke. I'm not for the government dictating that. If the business decides like, yeah, we're not going to do that. And then someone's like, I, I should be allowed to smoke anywhere I want. I'm like, no, because I don't want to smell your crap. Uh, Kale, forgive my lack sense. of un, like not understanding, but my lack of just knowing. Was that actually a thing that was put into law? Like, like you aren't allowed to have a restaurant that allows smoking? Yeah. Yeah. Florida... I think bars can, and I think it boils down to what percentage of your income is is from food. Um, maybe bars can't either now, though. But but a a a, pri- a private business, you like a, I own a restaurant on property that I own. You can't allow smoking in that restaurant by law in the okay, state of Florida. But I I kind of uh, wanna I kind of wanna I, I kind of wanna bother you a little bit with, with I don't think the government uh, should I, I, dictate that. Okay, well then, well then I want to bother both of you with kind of a counterpoint to that. Do you? By that logic, all I'm saying is that by that consistent logic across the board, 
you would be a proponent of thinking that like meth and heroin should all be legal um by that logic the logic is don't tell me that i can't do something dangerous let me do it and if it and then consequentially whatever happens happens that's that logic i'm just for smaller government like i don't i don't know why the government has to be involved in every facet of our lives okay. dictating yeah, what I mean, we can and what we can't do yeah so yeah i get that so by not answering the question i answered the question <laughs> no you i mean you did i i, I understand but you know you it's can just, read between the lines i'm saying like i yeah. personally morally i don't obviously you should not do those things but then at the same time to have the government tell me what i can and can't do i'm like who if i want to drink that gallon of bleach like I'm going to go do it. Like, why the Why are they telling us what to do? Well, John, I think the like, difference in the two scenarios is that one is extremely dangerous and costly, and the other is not that that to, costly. To who, John? Well, to to, to everybody in, involved in the situation. Like, the, the situation is that, okay, like, on one hand, if you say, oh, well, then I think heroin should be perfectly legal. Okay, the problem there is that that's devastatingly dangerous both to the person doing it and to their families and responsibilities and all that stuff. Whereas smoking in a restaurant or let's say in this case owning a restaurant where you allow people to smoke, it's not that devastatingly uh, dangerous. I would disagree with that line because how did my dad die? Literally secondhand smoke. So no, I, I understand, think it's but pretty I'm, devastating. But compar- yeah, but comparatively to heroin, like per capita of people who use heroin versus of people who smoke, there are more people dying with heroin. That's so, all I'm saying. Um, several, if not all, the leading causes of death in America right now are tied to obesity, which can be directly tied to diet. Would you like to control whether or not I can get a Big Mac or how many of them I can get, John? No. Because heroin's not a leading cause of death. Heroin abuse is not a leading cause of death in America. Right. But so you have to be consistent across the board, though. The percentage of people using heroin and dying is higher than the percentage of people eating food and dying so, or being obese and dying. So you believe that were heroin, if I could, if if the law changed tomorrow and I could stroll into to Walgreens on Sunday and pick up a, I, I don't even know what heroin comes in a, a power. I power. I, if I, if I, I could watch no Breaking Bad. So do you think like That's not heroin. T- today not I'm only not trying heroin heroin. because it's illegal, but on Sunday I'd, I'd stroll into Walgreens and pick some up because it was? Wait, wait, wait. Say that again? What? You, th- you, think, you think illicit drug use would, would go through the roof? That the people that that the only thing stopping some people from doing it is that it's illegal and that it would just spike and, and we'd all be zombies in the street coked I out think, of our minds. I think the number of people who would do meth if it were legal but aren't doing it now because it's illegal is zero. So no, I don't believe in what you just said. Okay. So and then let me go ahead and because I, I I still don't know that I've answered your question and I still don't know that I'm going to, but I would like to answer your question with some questions if I may. Yeah. So a, a, a good good government. A, a a a just government a you know not a what in in a few different various forms that you know however you you want that to be um where would you say that a good government a just government derives its power from like you mean its authority to make decisions or well it's authority period where do, where does a government a ju- a good and just government we're not talking tyranny we're not talking dictatorship yeah, from the, the the people the from people the, and and their decisions from the people awesome um, how how much authority do you have? I'm I'm asking you a personal question. Yeah. To to tell me what to do about or with anything. What I what I can eat, what I can do, how I can earn my money, what what I can put into my body, whatever. I 
None, none to, to none authoritatively, suggestively, none. sure, but none. right, but but none. Uh, how much how much authority does Josh have to do that? Um, all more than me, but none. all. I'm just <laughs> no, none, none, none. Um, Joe Blow walking around in my neighborhood right now. Yep, none. Zero. So I can I can keep going, right? Am I gonna land on anybody that has that authority? Uh, Jesus, not. I mean. Once you get to the lawmakers, then kind of. No, 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 no. What what individual can I find that has that authority? None. Individual, none. none. Okay. Um, so I'm going to take you back to very, very, very basic math from elementary school. So I can't remember when we learned times tables, but I think it's third grade. I don't know if that's still the case. Maybe. Here, let's move on. What happens <laughs> if I multiply any number of any size by zero? What do I get? <clears throat> um, the, zero. Zero. So there's 320 million-ish Americans right now. All of them combined have zero authority to tell me what I can and can't consume, ingest, do as long, right? None. So where does the government get that authority from? Where can it rightly and justly derive that authority from? I I, the the people as a as a group with votes. But the people don't have it. They don't have it to give, so how can the government get it? Well, they don't have it as individuals to give to you directly, but the government derives its power from the people, and if the people give the government the power, then the government has the they power. They can't, over you. Josh. You can't. You you j- John. John. Sorry. John. You just you just <laughs> said you don't have that authority. How are you giving? How are you extending that authority to the government if you don't have it? I don't have it as an individual. No, and no individual does. And any right. number times we're zero not talking is about zero. The individual. We're talking about the people altogether. Th- the people altogether, anything times zero is zero. I don't care how many people you get together, they don't possess the authority to tell me what to do with my body as an individual. So they don't have the authority to extend it to the government. So any authority that the government exercises in that area is a usurpation. They don't have that authority because they can't gain it from the people. The people don't have it to extend to them. You can't. Okay. Okay, then. So, but then, help me understand that just your plane of logic here and what we're talking about. Because how come I have to wear a seatbelt, or I get in trouble? That's a great. That's a great question. Oh, okay. Well, see, I'm starting to. This is good. You did a very good job there of explaining all that and of putting me in the whatever. All right, look. You don't have. I love how you answered. You so look. I love it because he literally, he literally did answer my question. But this is why it's important. Not even so much to learn. It is important to learn. about our government and about our laws and how they work and about our founding documents and how they work and what role they play. But what is equally, if not more so important, is learning fundamentals, learning the principles of good government because the principles are what you use to judge and measure government by, right? Like the the Christian parallel, we would say, well, um, you know, Scripture doesn't specifically... um, talk about this situation so i i don't have like specific you know guidance from scripture on how to do this but you can take the situation and you can line it up with scriptural so so you can say you know uh you know does this violate principles from scripture or does this line up with principles from scripture even if they don't address this direct thing so that's why i i like resources um like the five thousand year leap which we've mentioned on here before 
um, that really focuses on principles of good government. Where does just government, what does just government look like? Uh, what principles does that line up with? And then you can, so then when the next bill comes along that sounds good, that sounds caring, that sounds compassionate, um, but when you really dig into it, you realize, oh, oh, wait, there's no, there's no just way for the government to exercise authority in that area. Um, there's no way for them to do that thing over here for these people without trampling the rights of these people. That's, that's not good government. No, I, I know it sounds good. I know it sounds compassionate, but no, that's, that's bad government. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I could keep pressing your opinions on this, but I, I, I totally get your, your point of view. Um, I mean, I just, but to, to, okay, I'm just going to do it. So then consistent with your logic then, um, what about like self, like self-harming things like then technically should shouldn't that be allowed as well so um we're we're talking about different things like so the what happens with conversations like this um and we've we've actually all got a a close friend (laughs) that, that always turns us in this direction because i'm i'm me saying something shouldn't be illegal or that the government doesn't have the authority to ban something yeah. doesn't mean that I think that thing is good or profitable or moral or should be 100%. done. 100%. Or it's, should be yeah, done. 100%. You're just, um, I love this. You're thoroughly explaining all your logic and everything. I like this. Yeah, it just means that I don't think it's the government's place to enforce right. that thing yeah. or, or ban that thing. Or yeah. Now, there is like... The counterpoint to my thing where, where part of my argument, so like uh, a lot of my belief in thinking lines up more, um, you know, with uh, like just being more more free. But the, the, the problem is that to, to be more free, you have to be self-governing. So to be more free, you have to be more, uh, you, you have to have a moral compass. You have to have self-police. Um, and we don't have that moral compass anymore. So as, as a society, American society, I don't think we're good, good enough to be as free as we once were or are supposed to be. Um, but that means, you know, we're also picking our leaders out of those people who aren't good enough. So like, they're still not like, they're, they're not good enough to be the moral compass either. So it's a, it's a real, it's a real problem. Man, this is, uh, been one of my favorite conversations ever with you, Kale. Seriously. His head's going to get too big. He can't walk out the door in a minute. <laughs> I mean, that's okay. Josh, Josh doesn't like when the guests compliment me, and we have a rule about these things. <laughs> How so. often do the guests not compliment him? Is that is that a thing? Um, I think Mike did once, right? <laughs> Redacted said, yeah, he agreed with me more than he did with Kale. Oh, that's cool. So. That's probably why I invited you over, but then you didn't. But go, see, right? call back to us talking about <laughs> the best of your friends will just poke your bruise. So yeah, that, there you that go. May, that may have been uh, Mike just egging things on. But all that to True. say, Cle- Cleveland Guardians, I probably won't be buying a jersey. But all in, that to say, but in fairness, I also didn't own a Cleveland Indians jersey and had no plans it's to. Crazy that if you're like a real fan of the team. You'll know in the city. You'll know that they're guardians, but like they're guardians of traffic, and that's so whack. <laughs> that's so oh. like if, yeah, that's that sucks. And the the logo is awful. Go. go it's go. not as bad as the Washington uh, football team. <laughs> Washington football team. Yeah. It's been two years. Y'all can't. You couldn't think of something it's in that time. So funny. Because wasn't it the Washington football team supposed to be like just hey, we're just trying to get rid of this right now because it's bad press, and then we're gonna come up with something in a year. 
and or for next season, and then it's still the Washington football team. What yeah. are you doing? How do you are you keeping merch this? Do you think that? you kind of can't? <sighs> what was it? What was it? Redskins, right? Yeah, yeah. Redskins. Yeah. Wow, it's it's a awkward logo. That's for sure. Yeah. The Guardians one. Yeah, Guardians. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Look it up, everybody. It's weird. Well, and again, like I said, and I don't even think like in a you know derogatory like we'll show you kind of way, but. Like I, w- I was born in Illinois. I haven't lived in Illinois since 1986. Uh, I've been to Chicago several times. I've been to Cubs games. I've been to to White Sox games, though that was more for the experience. Any any uh, you know legitimate uh, Illinoisan is a uh, is a Cubs fan. That's why I, I just I've I've got some trust issues with anybody who's so like no I'm I'm a White Sox fan. Eh, eh. In uh, a world where the Cubs I, exist, why? Yeah, why? I've never even heard someone say that. Yeah. But um, so uh, Ben Shapiro, I think, is a White Sox fan, and Barack Obama. So hey, right or left, either wow. way, you can be mad at me. Um, <laughs> but uh, so all that to say, but like I didn't grow up in Chicago, or anything like that. But to this day, like if I see a video of the Chicago skyline, if I see a picture, if I'm in or near Chicago, the giant building is the Sears Tower. Yep. It just is. Yeah. It's not. It hasn't been for a long time. It's like Willis Tower or something like that. No, it's it's the Sear it's the Sears Tower. They're gonna yeah. be the Cleveland Indians. They're gonna be. I was wondering about that as I was just like I saw some of their merch stores when it was Indians. I'm like, how I mean, I feel like if I had been a hardcore fan, there's no way I'm gonna stop wearing that stuff to the games. Like Yeah. Part of and the problem is that these teams have like decades and at some teams centuries of legacy and like you just can't take that away with that with that name change. Well, and the other thing that's that's funny, and maybe this is credit to the Washington football team, but at least what I saw was that Cleveland's going to finish out this season as the Indians. So it's like <laughs> we want to we want to stop being offensive, but next season. <laughs> Yo, that is tough, man. They win yeah. one more championship with that. Imagine. Oh, or not one more. So, they've actually never been right. They've never won. It does kind of just make me want to watch the movie Major League. <laughs> I've never, never seen it. Oh, you guys kill me. Why did they change it to Willis? Like, it was, it's why just, is it, not, it's did someone just, else buy it or something? Yeah, it's just ownership. I think it was, I mean, I think Sears actually built and owned like Sears Roebuck, which obviously they're not doing so hot these days because who's shopping <laughs> in a department store, but. Poor guys, man. Someone said Sears the other day. It blew my mind. I was like, whoa. Yeah. I forgot about it's that. It's still weird for me like to go into, I can't remember who has the rights to it or maybe both, but like Home Depot or Lowe's and see Craftsman tools because for the longest time you could only buy Craftsman tools at Sears. It, like They own the brand. So to, to see Craftsman elsewhere is odd to me now. Man, Sears was such a weird thing. I mean, I was probably like 11 or 12 when I was mostly in them, but it was almost like a mall, like a weird mixture of so many things. Like they had video game sections but they also had like just like you know washing machines and stuff it was kind of trippy yeah well i mean you is know, sears the, still open they're still, still go to a there's still some around yeah <sighs> but it's life even, support but yeah even now i comment on this to my wife every time like we go to like the local mall and, and cut you know get into the mall through one of the department stores like every time I'm in the department store i'm like this just feels like a, just a dead model like i'm just sad being in here like who wants to, I, I don't know what it is that turns it off for me so much, but it used to yeah. be, I mean, you know, you watch the old movies and stuff and Miracle on 34th Street or even you say the old movies, which it is old now, but like Elf, like there used to be like 
I don't know. And maybe it's just like the rose colored glasses, Americana type thing looking back where it's like, they used to be kind of a magical thing and you know, and you got the Sears catalog and people order out of the catalog and you'd go and it was like the OG super Walmart where it was, you know, you'd buy your clothes and a washing machine, you know, and a KitchenAid mixer or whatever. (laughs) But now it just feels like, why would I do this when there's Amazon and target? (laughs) Man, it's like, it's such a bittersweet thing, right? Cause like I used to, did you ever love Blockbuster? Like, did, were you into that? Like those trips to Blockbuster? Dude, oh, of yes. course. Who, who didn't? That, well, see, like that's that's what I mean. Like, it's so nice to be able to click a movie and watch it and sit sit back and it's done. But like, I just man, miss, were those the days. I, yeah, but I mostly kid, I didn't rent movies. I rented games mostly from Blockbuster. Man. No games. It used to be a th- like Friday, man. You'd go and you'd hit Blockbuster and you walk the outside wall. That's the new releases. And you can't pick on your first walkthrough because you, you got to know what else is there. So you got to oh, walk the whole so outside funny. once first, and then you go back around. Now I've seen everything. Now I know. And then, But, uh, like, y- having Netflix, like, I love the Blockbuster years, but, like, if it were still around, like, if they were like, hey, we're reopening back up, we're going to try it. Like, I wouldn't go do it because I'm oh, like, no, yeah. I like the convenience of, like, even with, um, that's where I'm with football right now, like, Kira and I are battling if we're going to spend money on Sunday Ticket again because I'm a Green Bay Packer fan. They are out of this network. Like, if I put on a cable channel, I won't get most Packer games unless it's, like, prime time. And so it's, like, I could go to a Packers restaurant or bar or whatever and watch the games, or I could spend some money and just stay home and watch it on my TV. But then that's, like, $74 times four, and I'm, like, frick. I mean, technically, like because of the model of streaming and instant whatever we get to watch more content and have it just saves us time a lot of time over time like so it's a good but, thing in that sense but yeah so well it doesn't save us time in that we probably sit and watch more crap than we otherwise would no we you're spend, I mean, yeah, we that's, probably that's spend more time in front of the tv there's also like i think uh you know in microwaves are probably the root of it and the problem but i'm like we just don't have patience for anything anymore yeah, Any, like we've yeah, we've really done ourselves a disservice like there's people that are legit mad when they've got to wait a week for the next episode of the mandalorian it'll be okay it, it'll yeah. it'll be okay i Dude, like I, I, I like i was annoyed initially when they announced it like that but then getting into the rhythm of it i like it because even yeah, like I've, ted lasso I've, came out today and i'm like i can't wait till next week's episode yeah i've, I've heard you guys talk about that on former episodes episodes of this podcast and i actually agree with that i mean not that i've ever really done that i'm not a huge like i just don't take in a lot of tv content movies at all but when i did i, I kind of like like that it was week by week and and whatever but but with with the whole blockbuster stuff i mean like and just that model of like we just get to have stuff at our fingertips so listen i'm like a real i'm like seriously an introvert when i like i like social settings but i i love staying home and be especially my day off but sometimes I overdo it and I get to like into this lull where I just feel not depressed, but you know what I mean? I feel just sunken just because of the lack of human interaction. And like, I'll go out and do one thing. Like, well, I'm saying you wouldn't after like whatever your like tipping point is after, after that, Josh, I promise you would, even if it's longer. I used to be there. I used to be there. And Uh, I think maybe the wife and dog changed it because (sighs) I'm like, frick. Okay. Weekend's over. I got to go back. I want to stay here all week. Okay, well, to your point, just to speak to that, there have been times where I stay home and I'm loving it. I'm still, I feel good, whatever. It's fine, and I'm happy to be home. But then, if I do go out and I just go to like 
Publix or something like that, it it cheers me up on like such a weird subconscious level. Like just seeing other people and I'm not the biggest for those small talk interactions, but getting them, I don't there's something about just being reminded that other people are living lives. Like, I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'm thinking about it too much, but well, I do really like it. And it cheers no, me up. I, I think we've definitely uh, done ourselves a disservice with all of the human action interaction that we've removed from, from everyday life. And there's a lot of trickle over effects. So it's like, used to be, you know, if you, and this has gone even further, but it's like, used to be, if you want to take money out of the bank, you went inside and you looked a person in the eye and you made a withdrawal. And then it got to where, no, it'll be more convenient for me to hit the ATM. And of course, it's now like, hey, what's cash? So that's not even an issue. Um, But, you know, same thing. Used to be somebody, you'd pull up at a gas station, somebody would come stick their head in in the window and they'd they'd chat with you and they'd fill you up and they'd check your oil and they'd clean your windows and you'd tip them and you'd have a little interaction. Used to be that you knew your neighbors and you talked to them and you knew their kids' names. And so it's, you know, used to be you wanted to talk to somebody, you'd, you'd pick up and and call them if they if you couldn't actually see them now i still do all those things and now except you, the gas except the gas one obviously that's not possible anymore but <laughs> like i look people in the eye at Publix. like i'm like hello and i don't mind the little interaction at like a grocery store and just having a human connection like i make a point to make eye contact with like the person at wawa behind the counter and like have a little how's your day going like i do all those little things because they're still human I'm only human after all. So you text somebody and they call you back instead of responding by text. There's no annoyance in you? Depends on the person. Yeah. So I don't think it depends on the person for me. That would bother me. Yeah, I I was talking more more broadly societally anyways, though I think we're probably all all guilty of this in some level. But when you when you see the detrimental effect to it, it's also when you see how polarized our country is politically now, um, you know, one, when you get out in the real world and talk to people, you realize that things aren't as bad as the news paints them or that as well, yeah, political true, pundits yep. paint them. But also like it's so much easier to think that, that to be convinced that you hate half the country when you don't know them. Right. Like it's easy to be convinced that, you you know, the neighbor with the opposing political sign is a moron who you hate when you don't know them and don't know their kids' names and don't know what their struggles are and don't know what their hobbies are and, uh, you know, whatever. And there's just none of that, you know, open the, we, we, we get in our car in the garage and we, we drive out and we park it back in the garage. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll fully admit there's been times that this was, uh, especially when we lived in our townhouse, uh, like when I'd park in the parking spot, like down the block from the house, uh, there's been more than one time where I faked a conversation on my cell phone to not talk to somebody that was out and about that I knew was going to talk my ear off. And it's usually oh, it's man. usually when it, you know you pull one of these. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I no. I'm just pulling up to the house. Why? Where? That's awesome. Well, oh, no. Yeah, goodness. we might we might be able to come meet you. Why? Like, what are you thinking? Oh man. Well, you want to? Do you want to meet awesome. there? Or do you want to carpool? It was always the same fake half side of a conversation. That was always the one I did. Oh man. Uh, I mean, well, that well, that's to be fair though. That's because you know you you would be met with the other side of the spectrum, which is too much interaction with somebody you don't really want to even interact with, and whatever you know. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that's in the older I get, the more I'm realizing. I think that's probably the lesser of the two evils, though. Yeah, yeah, especially because like, I mean. You, you never know like that person might actually really really enjoy talking to you and you might be really doing them doing them some help and 
Doesn't harm you that much, a little bump in your schedule. That's that's true. I'd rather too much than than too little for sure. So I don't even know how we got on this tangent. <laughs> no, I don't either. But that's kind of a good feeling. That's just, the be- that's the beauty just... of the Solid Seven podcast, guys. You just listen. You hop in the boat and you float where the river takes you. Mm, that's so that's, good. Make that's a shirt, t-shirt, please. So, speaking of hopping in the boat and you go where the river takes you, um, space spaceships, rockets are are like boats, and. Uh, Yet another billionaire. Reaching. Yet another. Yet another uh, hey, that's next level segueing, my friend. No, that was but, reaching. Uh, another, that was another, so good. Another billionaire hopped in his own rocket. John, you are and, so uh, far up. I don't even see you anymore. In a, in a rocket? Up. Wait. Never mind. Some people will understand. Yeah, don't I oh, I get it. I, I get it. I get it. But I yeah, it. To, uh, Jeff Jeff Bezos uh, hopped in his, Blew his penis rocket. rocket up. And uh, I was going to avoid uh, that that word or at least talk about the actual event some before we got to the controversy. But are yeah, we going to sit here and act like it didn't look like that? And then every awesome powers reference movie. Remember that one scene where they're like, because that's been the main meme going around. No, that. I, I was. Is gonna, that a I wasn't going to act like it. I was just going to set the set the stage for it a little But Yeah, it's, it's out there. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, so here's here's the whatever. Like he's taking a ton of heat for that. And because it's way too obvious, like he's a bald, rich dude. And his rocket was super phallic. Like the jokes just hanging there over home plate. You got to take a swing at it. And it is hilarious. But the flip side is like every rocket ever, except for the shuttle has looked phallic. All kinds of things look phallic, but, but that capsule shape didn't do his rocket any favors. He probably did it on purpose. No, yeah. And then like when the lady interviewed him right after, and I forget what she asked him. And he was like, oh, yeah. And then, like, starts laughing, but it was very maniacal. And, it like, people were putting it right next to the Dr. Evil evil laugh. And it was yeah. like, no, yeah, that's that's him. He's bald. I, he just flew in a rocket that looked like a, a, yeah. a man's, uh, you know. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah. The, he, you know, he's gotten a lot of hate for it. And it's, uh, like, I'm, I'm not going to pretend I can't see any humor in any of the jokes or comparisons. But at the same time, like, I just can't find any room on me to hate on the guy for this like he paid for it out of his pocket he built the company out of his pocket he did cool stuff with a he is a legit like space nerd fan like no knows the history that's why his rockets have name are named after um you know pioneering astronauts it's why he knew enough to take like the the really cool story about the launch uh was wally funk flying on it um, so, but he, because he knew the, the history of the Mercury 13 and these women who were trying to prove that like, no women are, are up to this task and we could be astronauts too back in the sixties during the Mercury program and, and, you know, never got to fly. So now Wally finally got to go to space and just seems like a really awesome lady. So that storyline was, was really cool. I, I think taking his brother up there is cool too. Like, I don't know. I'd like, if, if I had a, a brother, I'd like to, I'd like to take my on a rocket right right so i don't know it is it is a you know unfortunate shape notwithstanding it is a really cool rocket <laughs> i've said it on here before like it's awesome to watch that thing land like the uh, falcon 9 landings are cool and it looks like sci-fi but this one even more because the be3 engine that they fly on that thing um it's it's got such a low throttle point that it can actually hover so when a falcon 9 lands the those engines can only throttle down to about like 40 percent so they have to do what's called a hover slam 
right? So they're just doing the math, the fire just right to to come to like like zero motion, like at stoppage, right at landing point where you watch the new shepherd and it can throttle so low that it can actually hover and then just set down soft. It's crazy to watch. It's so cool. So I don't know. It was a cool flight. It's cool that they succeeded. It's cool that there's multiple companies successfully doing space tourism uh, right now. More will do it. It will get cheaper. It will get better. Um, and did so, Elon do anything with uh, Bezos like he did with Branson? No, he did, um, which he's thrown like a lot of shade at Blue Origin in general. Um, but um, like he congrat like he congratulated them online he he did i guess there is a company that makes um adult toys um that is now making one that will say honors the new shepherd rocket uh and so (laughs) uh elon kind of chimed in in support of that so it's like he didn't throw any shade but he you know he congratulated them on this successful why is he giving why is he giving blue origin shade but not virgin shade um i i think um like there's so there's no overlap between what SpaceX does and what Virgin Galactic is doing. Like none. Virgin uh, Virgin Galactic is pure space tourism. They can like they book some quote unquote scientific experiment flights where they're given the experiment a, a few minutes of of you know microgravity or zero g or whatever. Um, but it's just they're they're not in the ballpark. They're not doing the same things. And I mean, there's probably just some personality aspects there, like that he just might get along better with Richard Branson. Where there there is stuff, government contracts, and all kinds of stuff that um, you know Blue Origin competes with them for. Now they they tend to lose out because they just really haven't accomplished anything real yet, other than uh, the New Shepard thing. And there's actually so the the real big competitor in uh, in the space industry with SpaceX is ULA, which is United Launch Alliance. So they do the Delta IV Heavy, which is about to retire. They do the Atlas V, which is going to launch next week, same day as our live recording for our Patreon supporters. Um, they're launching the uh, the Starliner, which is the other like crew-rated capsule. Um, so this is the last test of that capsule. And then if they, it failed its last test, it didn't make the correct orbit. But if it passes this time, they'll be able to fly astronauts on that. So we'll have two... Uh, methods to get astronauts into space and up to the ISS from American soil. But uh, so they're retiring both the uh, Atlas V rockets and the Delta IV heavies uh, and replacing it with um, uh, the uh, new rocket called the Vulcan. So they chose to fly the Vulcan on Blue Origin engines, BE4 engines. So it's uh, another generation above the BE3 that they're using on the New Shepard. The engines aren't re- aren't ready. They're not they're not certified for flight or anything yet. And ULA flies like really, really important, like military missions and stuff for the U S and some of them, uh, they're the only company certified to fly them. I think if there's a nuclear payload or anything like that. So, uh, like the perseverance Rover that we sent to Mars that we've talked about on here is nuclear powered. So like ULA, I think was the only one even rated to launch that, um, right now. Uh, and so, like that's why like Elon Elon's been mocking Blue Origin like offering engines to ULA because it's holding up their new rocket. So there's just some some whatever there and there's some structure around like the way contracts are awarded and stuff where uh you know it's just typical, you know, shady backroom government stuff where you know, there's, you know, ULA gets an, an edge in contracts and stuff like that. And so I, I think maybe some of that comes from that. But uh, next time Elon and I hang out, I'll, I'll ask him about it. 
Yeah, yeah do that. Ask him about uh, the new yoke on the Model S. And if um, he's gonna get rid of the touch sen- touch sensitive buttons, uh, I don't get why everybody so. I mean, we'll we'll see. I, I mean, I, I hadn't thought about the buttons. I, I could see that being an issue. I just can't get fired up about yoke versus steering wheel. Like it just doesn't seem like. Can we explain what a yoke is in case people don't know? Um, it's the yellow part of the egg, in the in the middle. Whoa, that's uh, yeah, that's what I thought it was. So, no, I mean, the yoke-type steering wheels, like if you watch, you know, look up footage from, I don't know, like F1 or Indy cars, they, they use yoke-style steering wheels. But, I mean, I guess you can't call it a steering wheel. It's a steering yoke. But it's just, it's more of a rectangle. Like there's two handles out to the side rather than a full circle. Um, they did it, it seems like, largely to give a better visibility of the, the dash screens and stuff like that. And, and people are freaking out. Like there's no way to figure out how to drive with the yoke instead of a, a full circle. I don't know. It just doesn't seem insurmountable to me. Yeah, I feel like I'd figure it out pretty quick, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching Marquise Brownlee's uh, review because he got a Model S Plaid and Marquise. it has the yoke. And <laughs> said, "I say it wrong? Or did I say it right?" It was Marquez. Oh, I don't. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Anyways, um, I was watching his review of it because he just got one and. Uh, like I, his point of view kind of made sense because I I agreed. I'm like, who cares? It one, it looks cool. So like, why? Who cares if it's not a steering wheel? But then his whole thing was like, your muscle memory. You're so used to driving a car a certain way with the full thing, uh, and then not having that. You're like, oh, how do I? Like, it's just a learning curve, which is it's just it's first world pains. But then um, when I was uh, saw the video and then I went and I drove a little bit later and I did like a, a like a pretty big turn and then I just let the steering wheel go. You know how you let it go and it just slide it glides through your hand to go back to straight. You couldn't do that with this car. In theory, was my th- assumption. Well, I haven't driven one, so back, I can't confirm. It would still go back straight. Like that's just a, a physics thing. You just couldn't let it well, slide. Well, no, yeah, your but there's something about the gliding. It's just the gliding of your hand. You're still kind of in control. No, know? I'm with Josh on this one for sure. I totally understand what he's saying because sometimes in the middle of the glide back, you want to pinch it a little to slow down the turn. Yeah, you got to. Oh, I'm I'm letting it go back too much. Let me, which not like you would let go of the wheel and let the yoke and just like spin back. But, like, there is a little bit of, uh, you still got, but what is cool about the yoke, it does force you to really do the, what is it, three and ten uh, hand holding, like what's recommended for when you drive. It's always been ten and two, but the yoke would put you, if you have a full grip on the outside handles, it would put you at, like, nine and three. But it's not oh, like glad you we can't, like, steer on. from the top of the of the handle or the bottom of the handle. Or, Ideally, I, you wouldn't be know. touching the, the steering device, correct? It's uh, self-driving. Right. So yeah. Uh it's not fully out really. Well, maybe maybe that's just what the removal of the wheel is. It's ambitious. It's But then like the I don't think the yoke itself is a is a big deal. It's like what his Mark how do you say his name? How do, I want to say Marquez. it right. How do you say it right? Marquez Brownlee. I've been saying Marquise or whatever for like ever. Um you learn something new every day. And so um oh, his thing was um there's like touch sensitive uh, buttons on it and there's no like you know how you have that little stick uh, for hold on you know how you have that stick for the like the left and right what's it called your turn signals hello how's it going guys I know how cars work Um, but instead of a stick it's literally a left and right button 
and like I feel like that's kind of that's gonna get that's gonna take time to get used to no matter who you are. Also, the horn is a button, a touch sensitive button too. It's not the big middle. So like if someone cuts you off, you can just bam slam the middle. It's like a little button that you have to touch sensitive right where your thumb could reach. And I feel like that's kind I of counterintuitive. This much about the driving experience is kind of risky to me, but. I mean, if you're going for a Tesla, you're not going for the typical experience anyways, so. I'm, I'm down for the yoke. I think get rid of the touch-sensitive things, make them physical buttons, and I would probably want the turn signal to be the little lever thing. Because, like, you know how, like, when you're turning, you can just reach out your pinky? You know how that's really impossible for, like, 90% of drivers is to just reach out the pinky and just say, hey, I'm going I'm I'm to merge. I'm yeah. gonna merge. If you don't use your blinker when you merge lanes, you're an idiot, and you should you should <laughs> stop driving. Because we'd like to know what you're anticipating to do. All right, anyways, but like, just reach your little pinky out, flip it down, and then I I I'd like to be able to do that. So, yeah, I don't know. To me, this is very analogous to like people getting worked up about when Apple got rid of the home button. It's like, but okay, fine. I understand your concerns, but just try it. And ten minutes later, you're like, oh, this is the way I've always done this. This is this is my new normal. Yeah, I don't I think I was ever mad at the home button, but I remember people being mad at that. I mean, people just I feel like don't like change, but then they they love the benefits that come with it, and then they forget about the fact that they didn't like change. I just think that that's a habit of humanity, and yeah. yeah. But you can you can at least see. I don't feel like this is the same hitting your turn signal versus um the home button because like I feel like these are a little bit. It's not necessarily obviously it's not apples to apples but it's it's oh it's very very similar it's like oh i I, i'd rather move the stock than tap a button oh i i'd rather push a button than swipe up from the bottom that's what you're saying Mm. they're pretty similar it's not a hill i'm gonna die on i don't care either way i'm not getting a model s plaid because it's like what six hundred thousand dollars well not with that attitude (laughs) true man so we're just a few more patreon supporters away or maybe Tesla will just up and sponsor us. Or hey, Elon, send us a t- send us a test car. You liked you think you thought Marquez's review was good and fair. Wait till you hear mine, buddy. Yep. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm send saying. This way, I'll give you a fair and unbiased review. So, yeah, no, I mean, I you know, I'd take one if they were giving them away. So, yoke or no yoke. Yeah, I would still take the yoke. No I, I don't. I don't no, I, my rule is not the same. For I was eggs. also mostly being devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, now, like uh, that applies to the Model S. Like steering wheel yolk, no yolk, fine. Eggs, I need the yolk. No one wants egg whites. That's disgusting. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever had that. an egg white. Well, You're not missing out. If you had an egg, you've had the egg whites. Like, like alone, John. Like, oh. that's what we were discussing. Oh. Anyways. Anyways. So I already mentioned skipping Ted Lasso for for you people tonight. Hope you don't talk about Marvel. Hope you bring up Marvel shows. Uh, well, that's that's where I was going. I was going to see if you boys finished up Loki. I did, John. What what are your thoughts? Let's let's talk about. Oh, he's dipping away from the camera. I back. I just I don't want to get into this. This is what I this is what I originally was uh, referring to earlier when I was talking about triggering John. We were John and I worked together, and we were on a bus with all of our other cohorts and uh to to fuel the flame because john and i have already talked about this so i very loudly in the bus go hey hey everyone john hates marvel and doesn't want to watch marvel movies anymore can you believe that and then uh, there's a couple people on the bus that care about this thing 
and I completely purposely misrepresented John knowing it would trigger him. And so then he's being bombarded and trying to defend himself. And yeah, I'm just the sitting way you in the do corner it is you giggling. really make it seem like you, like you made the mistake of thinking <laughs> that you really, it seems like you'd remembered it wrong. So I'm literally trying to think, no, no, wait, 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 this remember, I actually said this, like whatever. So yeah. Right. So basically what happened was John and I were talking about, I think I mentioned Loki, like, hey, have you watched Loki yet? And you're like, no, I'm, I'm kind of tapped out after Endgame. I'm done with, after that, I'm, I'm kind of done. I'm not going to watch anymore. And I'm like, are you are you serious? Like, have you watched WandaVision? He's like, no, I didn't like the, the 50s and the, the black and white, yada, yada. And I'm like, you got to get to episode four at least. And, uh, and so that was basically our conversation because it's going, Marvel is going to get crazier and better, harder, better, faster. See, we've talked about it a little bit. That's the way you feel, and I'm not so crazier. Yes, um, I, but you know, I don't think they can. I, I I'm going to be impressed if they can continue to ride the lightning. Here, here's my hesitation. Here's here's my concern. Is so. When did you tap out, John? Well, Endgame. I just it's right after Endgame. Yeah, I was so excited for that movie. I was so fulfilled by the conclusion. I loved it so much. And then when I realized that apparently most of the new content is going to be through the medium of TV shows, I just realized I didn't want to lend my attention to it anymore because there's other things I want to lend my attention to instead. I think I'm afraid of like being like <laughs> focusing on it and then it not being See, this, as this big is, as Endgame was. Yeah. This He was also saying that like he's really into MMA and so he doesn't have any time to devote. And I looked at him like, no, you're what not you understanding like, what you're I'm saying. Though, 24, I'm getting actual trigger. I'm not, here comes the real trigger. It doesn't look. <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is that if I have a second to watch something, it's going to be MMA related. It's, so you could say, oh, why not both? Okay, well, why not not both? Why not all of what I really like? Like, just all that. That's, that's the point I'm trying to make. And now I'm actually trigged. And now, now I need to go off. <laughs> I know. I'll see you guys I next episode. I was pushing. I was pushing the button. Yeah. <laughs> no. So I mean, I don't. I don't think it's going to be so TV focused, uh, John. I just think I think COVID, you know, forced some movie delays and stuff like that. So I think we would have seen. Things he literally more. walked away from the mic <laughs> and he's pacing in his room right now. Yeah, but he can. He can still hear me. I'm going to talk him off that ledge. So, you know, I think you know covid forced an unfortunate situation there were all the content was just coming through the tv shows and then they didn't even necessarily because of that get to make the shows they wanted to make i thought wandavision was great we've discussed our issues with some of the other stuff um we haven't really talked about loki since it ended but my my concern is this like Endgame was like this perfect ending to this decade of movies leading up to it and you were so invested in the characters but not only that but setting aside like the X-Men, they did that with like their tentpole characters. When I say tentpole, I mean like these were the Marvel characters with the exception of Guardians and maybe Black Widow that a lot of people even outside of the comic sphere had heard of or knew. You knew the Hulk, you knew Captain America, you knew Spider-Man, you knew Iron Man. Um, at least tangentially, even if you weren't into, you know, just like everybody knows Superman and everybody knows Batman and everybody knows Wonder Woman, right, from from the DC universe. So, like, these were the most acceptable, mar like, accessible uh, Marvel characters. Everything from here is, like, Guardians over and over again. So you've got a couple of Temple characters still carrying over, uh, but for how long? 
um, like, you know, how much longer does, does Chris Hemsworth want to be Thor and, you know, what, whatever. And um, so it's like now they've got to get us to invest another decade in these quirkier characters that we haven't really heard of. And they're not as present in pop culture and in the lexicon and stuff like that. Um, so I, I hope they can pull it off. We'll, we'll see, but I'm not positive that I'm not as hopeful as you are, Josh, that they'll be able to get it done here. Here's my thing. I will say this. Um, if, because what it's looking like, let me finish my first thought. If they can cast the right quote, Robert Downey, the right Chris Hemsworth, the right person that we're all glued to, not so much even like, the character of Iron Man. If we can get glued to that actor delivering that role well, I think even if you've never heard of that character, if that like, cause um, for instance, at the end of Loki, they revealed one character who could potentially be the big bad going forward. Never heard of this actor in my life. Never even, I kind of know of the character ish. Not really though. I don't really know anything about him, but like the way this dude acted in the role, I'm like, dang, I want to see more of this guy. So I think if they, if Kevin, I, I have my faith in Kevin Feige. If he can continue picking these dudes and chicks that can act and deliver these roles well, I think Marvel will be fine. And then the trajectory in which they are carrying it, like the potential big bad of this guy who I'm talking about. If you haven't seen all of Loki yet, I'm not going to say anything, whatever. It's still too, pretty early. But like the potential of where it can go now. And at the end of this phase, or in phase four, if at the end of this phase sets up Fantastic Four, and then where that's going to go, dude, it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. I'm, I mean, I guess third time is going to be the charm with Fantastic Four is what you're thinking? Um, I think they'll do it for sure right this time, yeah. I I think, to, to me, from what I see right now, if they're going to carry this momentum forward and get another decade out of buy-in and payoff, if it were me, I'd hang my hat on Chris Pratt and build around him. yeah. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. But, like, I think what they're going to do is Thanos took how many years to, like, become Thanos? Like, we were hearing about him after at the end of every movie for a really long time. So I think uh, the vibe and the kind of the internet rumor mill is kind of being more we're not going to get such a long dragged out. Here's the next big bad. Because even the next the end of loki they're kind of, he, they kind of set him up already who the next big bad and we got a lot of screen time with him uh, screen I'm time saying, with him and i'm not it's saying interesting. that they can't get us to care about other characters or that they can't bring in other great actors or other great names really interested to see what they do with black panther so hard to pivot off chadwick boseman who killed it yeah they're not replacing and man, him man that said. whole like just that whole thing that that dude like didn't let on, didn't make himself a martyr and was doing the best work of his life and just gone, yeah. man. It's so sad. Um, but so awesome too, that we have his, his work to look back on. I mean, just killed it, man. So I, they've said they're not replacing that specific yeah, character, but like they're going to, they're, they're doing it right. But for all that, I mean, you look at all the big names, um, you know, uh, both of the Chris's and Scarlett Johansson, but Robert Downey Jr. was, was the anchor. Like he was the emotional anchor of the whole freaking thing. And somebody's got to be that anchor. And the only obvious to me right now is Chris Pratt. I think he's got the chops as an actor. I think he's got the fan base. Um, and I think he's got the mo in, in Hollywood. Like, I, I think he, he can carry it. I don't know how much longer he wants to be Star-Lord. And from what I understand, What's-His-Name is only playing Drax for one more movie. But Yeah. I don't... I, I like Chris Pratt. I like the character. I don't... 
I don't think he's the guy for that role. I, I see what you're saying. And I don't disagree with it, but like, I don't think they're even just storytelling wise. They haven't really painted him to be the guy to take over. If I think if I had to put money down, I think they're trying to put their money into Tom Holland and Spider-Man to take over and be the leader. Cause even just with far from home, are you going to be the next Iron Man? Are you going to be the next Iron Man? Um, they've kind of already drifted that direction. I don't, yeah. I don't know who the next anchor quote unquote would, who would that would be. He's not my favorite Spider-Man. I don't hate him. I like, the, I don't hate him, but I like the one before him better. Andrew, what's his name? Really? Yeah. Um, I, th- I saw a post recently and it had it like best movie, best Spider-Man, best character or something like that. And, uh, I feel like, uh, Tobey Maguire had the best movies overall, the best three movies. Andrew Garfield was probably the better Spider-Man, but then I feel like, I don't know what, I, I don't hate Tom Holland and I like what he's done, but I don't know. It really stresses hate. me out that Zendaya is taller than him. How about that? Those pictures feel awkward to me. Now, since Josh, so sexist. since John has completely tapped out, I want to, let me, let me turn a corner here. Let me say, so, uh, John, next big movie in the Marvel, in the MCU, has a significant, maybe not leading, but a significant role for Conor McGregor. Now what do you do, sir? I boycott. Wait, wait, what? Oh, see, look, I'm just saying, maybe we just need to see a little MMA crossover into the MCU draw you back in here. Now you don't feel like you're cheating on your MMA time. Now you're getting the best of both worlds. <laughs> okay, dude. Also, listen, listen, listen. You just kind of blew my mind. If you just write to Connor, like he's a big enough personality, 100% to be in a comic book movie, period. He could be just fine. You just write to him where he doesn't have to act. Just make it Connor, but he's a character. He's bigger than life anyways. Let's just go for it. I don't know why. I, that's such a good idea. No, I'm I a just, genius. Feige, no, call but, me, buddy. Like, well... I mean, that's interesting. I still would, I still would prefer to watch MMA. But I mean, yeah, that, that'd be that'd get my attention. But now you already did get. Gosh, what's his name? Why am I going to blank on it? Uh, the Canadian. Gosh, I can't believe I'm George forgetting Saint his Pierre? name. Saint right Pierre. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Saint Pierre. Yeah, Saint Pierre was in something here recently as a bad guy. <laughs> you hear what I just said? <laughs> yeah, he said Ryan Reynolds. That's funny. Gosh, um, yeah, I saw George St. Pierre in something, but I don't remember what it was. Was it Fast and Furious? No, I mean, he might have been, but I don't watch that garbage. Um, oh. It doesn't matter if it's family. Um, Family's everything. Yeah, he, no, he was. I watched something with him in it just recently. I can't remember what it was. But, but I mean, he's about as good an actor as you would expect. John, your so, keyboard at work and at home is as loud as ever. Such oh, a he's, such a gamer. <laughs> he's in oh, he's in Captain America, Winter Soldier. Yes. Wow, I didn't know that. No, I've never yeah. seen this movie. Yeah, a couple of times. Wow. He's in uh Winter Soldier or not Winter Soldier, he's in uh, the show. The Falcon and Winter Soldier show. Yeah. Oh wow. He comes back. Spoiler. Oh, he's in quite a bit of movies. So there you go. He's a man. I I like George. Like he's a legit martial artist. Oh man, he's really he's so is. crazy. I would have liked to have seen them make uh, the fight with him and Khabib. Yeah, um, that 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 would be just 
I don't even know if it'd be a great fight. I just the outcome would would be crazy no, either way. You know, no matter yeah. which way it goes. But Khabib's made it really clear he's he's entirely done. He's also put on a little bit of weight, which is you know that's not a problem for guys like him to take it off. But it's just frustrating because I really want to see him lose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean, look, look, if you do you know about his record, right? It's a little embellished. Yeah, and I but I also like I just don't want that just boring i mean jujitsu gets a, a bad rap for being boring at times and i mean sometimes it is if you don't understand it's like if you're watching a chess game and you don't understand how the pieces work right of course it can yeah. be super boring but just that boring i'm just gonna tie your legs up in mine and then just pin yeah. you down and grind i'm like oh gosh somebody yeah yeah I, i'm with you entirely and i used to be more of that mindset at to the point where i wasn't a fan of him at all but now what i realize is that Okay, so it's like among that style, he is the most entertaining. Now, if you zoom out and look at all of MMA, that's not even close to what I'd pick for like an entertaining fight style. But among wrestlers, I mean, he is the most entertaining in that he can get them down so consistently, control them. It doesn't matter who it is. He'll make them look like they're inexperienced. And then his ground and pound, too. That's the thing. It's not just wrestling yeah. and submitting. It's I mean, the ground I and pound smashing. I'd have to look back over his record, but I just really wanted to see him fight a legit, like deep black belt, like legit jujitsu player. Yeah, like, I'm with like, you. I'm with you. And I, I thought we were gonna get it, um, but it's it, it just really would have been interesting to see him. I'm trying to think of uh, what's his name. He has a hard time getting fights. That's really good with the. Um, uh, Ryan, gosh, what's yeah, his name? Yeah, he just fought. He just Reynolds. fought on the last on the last. No, gosh, he needs to stop with the Reynolds. Um, uh, Ryan he's Hall. Really great with Ryan like, Hall. yes, Ryan Hall. He does that like crazy Dude, somersault he's a into I like. I never a, knew yeah. about him until this last pay per view. Oh, he's, he's a, a weirdo, he's a wizard. Man. Yeah, I first saw him on Ultimate Fighter, and guys that have a tough time with him, man, he's. He's something else. I love the look of his face. He looks so apathetic. It's insane. He doesn't care. Yeah. He doesn't want, even want to be there, it seems I like. I just, like, uh, I'll give, like, Samba, I'll give it its due, right? But I just don't think it's, it really is the superior ground game. He's just obviously, like, the best Samba has to offer, period. But I'm like, put him in there with a legit jujitsu player. Yeah. Right? I like, mean, like who, who at 155 or, or, or lightweight would be that? Uh, well, they kept trying to make the fight with uh, him and who uh, Tony, what's his name, that trains with well, Ferguson. Yeah, he would. He yeah. would not have. He would Ferguson. Not have Ferguson would have been an interesting fight, but they tried to make that fight what like three times. No, actually, no. It, it was literally three times. Yeah, like Tony had that freak, like a knee, like tripped over a cable and jacked yeah, his knee man. up. Khabib had either one or two bad weight cuts. Like weight cutting was not his specialty. Yeah. Um. I mean, he might be done fighting as much for that as anything. Like he just he cuts weight like a Neanderthal instead of yeah. scientifically. Like weight cutting's not healthy anyways, and it should be right. eliminated from the game. But um Yeah, that that would have been the fight. Yeah, man. He well, so to, I don't know. The way Tony's lost his past few, I don't have too much confidence in that, but but dude, Khabib versus versus Chandler Oliveira would have been good because Chan uh my what am I saying? I'm mixing him up. No, not Chandler Oliveira. I'm I'm that's the name of the matchup that was earlier this year. Uh, Charles Oliveira. Charles Oliveira, yeah. whatever. Like, dude, he can tap anybody out. I've gone through his highlights recently. Like, 
the guy is insane and like that's a real jujitsu player so if you yeah. whatever he's obviously he's ranked number he's the number one contender right now but so no he's champion he's champion for the listeners who have the look on their face that Josh has right now, where you've you've checked out and uh, you 100% like MMA is not your sport or it's too violent or whatever. Like, I, you know, I was into it as a younger man, got out of it for a while, got back into it. But part of what really made it more interesting to me was, um, and I can't remember where I heard him, heard him share it, but I, I heard a Joe Rogan quote um, describe it as um, like, high level chess with dire physical consequences and it really made me kind of look at the sport different and look at like um, a how athletic they are but how how intelligent they are and what it takes um you know uh, the, the tool chest that the fighters have to have and the way they have to prepare for their uh, opponent like it's not just uh, a couple of knuckle draggers going in there and going going at it like it's 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 a chess match. It just really really can hurt to lose, um, and looking at it that way just at least for me made it so much more more interesting. And then there's a lot of human story there. And there's like John might know better than me right now because he's a little more plugged into the sport than I am right now. Uh, but there's like three of the UFC champions right now um, are are Africans, um, and like just from. Um, uh, John, I don't know if you still have your AirPods in because I know you stepped away, but is it Nganu that like worked in like cobalt mines or something? Um, like guys that yeah, just came out of just came out of like real poverty and are just like heroes to the people in their country at this yeah. point and really have like made made a life for themselves. And it's uh, so yeah. yeah, I mean it can it 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 can be it can be violent and it can be can be bloody, but it really is like there's there's just more to it. Um, then, uh, then a couple of guys or gals just hopping in an octagon and, and wailing on each other. Like there just really is more intent and skill and whatever to it than that. And it doesn't really- make me more interested. Okay. It, it maybe not in a broad sense cause he's not being specific, but Josh, if you know their story, even just a little bit, I promise you, you'll be a considerable amount more interested in their fight. E- like even just knowing a little uh. bit about them. It's, it's real dude. Well, that's like uh, Connor, who's been, you know, MMA hasn't had a ton of like crossover stars into like pop culture and the public lexicon of stuff. Connor's obviously been one of them, though. But he came from nothing. Like he was, he was training and fighting on, um, you know, the equivalent of our food stamps and welfare. Uh, yeah. You know, and he's, he was the highest paid athlete in the world last year. I mean, forget Ronaldo, forget whatever. Like Connor's either over or creeping up on a billion dollars. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, he's no, he's he. I think he's over, but it counts his whiskey company and yeah. and his McGregor fast and all that. But I think he is over. But that's the thing. Like he took all this. Like he he literally fought his way out. Like I mean, he he made his way. He made those things happen with his fists. No, it's but look. It I'm was, telling you, you're onto something, man. Like just talking about their stories get me fired up more than the actual fights. You're you're yeah. You're, it's really what it is. Like, man. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So, it's I, I I you know with the kids I don't watch as much as I did, and it is you know like Josh thought you you're talking about struggling about uh, you know getting an NFL Sunday ticket for the season. I mean, in, in, anytime an MMA fan wants to watch a title fight, they're shelling out you know sixty seventy bucks. So, or you got to go sit at Ale House for four hours. <laughs> yeah, that that's real. I mean, so yeah. so the cool thing is if you have ESPN Plus, which whatever they have that deal with Disney Plus. 
um, nights like tomorrow night are super, super awesome because um, it's re- it's it's a relatively big name fighter, one of them, uh, who's coming back off the heels of a two-year suspension due to violating a drug test um, with yeah, EPOs, which is, which is uh, yeah, an injectable substance and detectable that it was injected too, so it's super deliberate. But just, just that story alone, Josh, the guy fighting tomorrow night, the guy fighting tomorrow night in the main event of tomorrow night's show, which is just on ESPN Plus, whatever, is has not fought in two years because of a EPO suspension. He injected drugs as performance enhancers. The guy he's fighting is a guy who knocked out Frankie Edgar in the first round of their fight, like last month Whoa. or a couple months back. Which you don't know Frankie Edgar, but still, so it's a compelling storyline in that, like, it's like, it, does this guy still have it? Because by the way, he's a former two-time champion in his weight division. So you know, it's it's wild. Yeah, I just cool. he I, there's I, no love lost for me and him. Like he did uh, none, not at all for me. And also, I hate all conversations that are like, "Oh, is TJ the greatest bantamweight of all time?" I don't care. He did EPOs. I don't I don't care about his career at all, at at all. Yeah. So EPO like versus somebody doing um you know like steroids or something. So EPO is like what you'll hear about like professional cyclists taking. So it enhances your endurance. So when you're a, a lighter fighter and there's a good chance of your like uh, title or main event rounds going for 25 minutes, let me tell you, find a punching bag and try and hit it consistently for two minutes. You're going to be exhausted. You're going to fall down on the floor. Yeah. So uh, a main event or a title fight's five rounds at five-minute rounds. So endurance is a big deal, and these smaller guys don't have knockout power. So unless you get submitted, there's a good chance you're going for 25 minutes. That's real. Um, so doing EPO is a, is, a, is a big deal and a big cheat. And then, um, Josh, I'm sure you'll remember this, but TJ used to uh, train on Team Alpha Male and really turned his back on them and did them dirty. And there's a lot of it, – it was just it was just weird. Uh, part of it, like you hear him talk, and he's kind of – I just feel like a, a young kid that's just – like maybe 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 not the the brightest i don't mean that in a mean way but just no i know exactly what you mean just the way he carries himself just he seems kind of gullible and i think he's probably just got some you know been advised poorly and whatever it makes a storyline for for tomorrow's fight so yeah you're you're right like uh, you know the fights have been more accessible than ever like i i think it's easier on espn plus um you know even then like the the friday night the fight nights on on fox and and whatever so there's it's definitely a lot more M- mma to watch these days um than there than there once was and definitely more mainstream so but i'd Man, still like I to see it, yeah. uh you know ufc still isn't paying their fighters enough but yeah that's a whole other conversation i'm wondering i'm like battling like do they have the money to do that and i don't mean dana white yeah. specifically he's the president dude, got paid the fighters, to sell, but dude the the fighters are getting like uh, 30% of, of revenue when in every, uh, you know, UFC wants to be, you know, uh, a major sanctioning body like the NBA, NFL, you know, uh, whatever. And they're like, the players are getting 50% in all those leagues. I hate facts that make me dislike organizations that I'm supposed to like. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. <sighs> Uh, I know Josh has some some deep seated feelings about how much fighters should be getting paid. Don't give a flying rip. Imagine Aaron Rodgers is an MMA fighter. Oh my god, I want to watch it. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> See, so I I got John back into Marvel with the prospect of Conor McGregor, 
Now I've got Josh in MMA. Aaron, I actually heard from a credible source Aaron Rodgers is leaving the Packers to start his MMA career. Oh, I love it. Now I want to watch Packers games, too. How old is Conor McGregor? Uh, Uh, 32. Yeah. How much? How old? 32. Yeah. 32? Yep. What's uh, what's usually the the age tap-out year? 38, like Tyron Woodley's 39. He retired. Oh, yeah. It's so Aaron. Eric could Eric could do that. He's it, like what 37. But he probably couldn't do that. What he probably could do is get a fight with one of the who are those YouTube boys? Oh yeah, the Paul brothers are like Logan Paul. They'll take they'll take any fight that people will pay to watch right now. One of them's about to to fight a legit MMA fighter. I don't know the difference between which brothers which. I know one's a better boxer than the other. So they're only boxing. They're not taking MMA fights. One of them just yeah. fought. Um, uh, John, what was his name? Uh, well, he uh, just fought. Well, the first one was Ben Askren. Yeah, uh, but Ben, yeah. but Ben wasn't ever a striker. Like that wasn't ever really going to be a threat. Tyrone Woodley, who one of them is about to fight, can throw hammers, and, and he, he has thrown hammers at at people who are supposed to be able to throw hammers themselves. Like he he knocked out. He knocked out Darren Till, who was like, you know, not a scrub on the feet, and and I'm afraid for for this fight, but I'm also I'm afraid the other way too because anything can happen. So. Yeah, well, I mean, there, you know, so there's always a puncher's chance, right? Like anybody can luck out and land one good punch, and it hits just right, and and that's it, it's over. And you know, to their credit, like the Paul boys, like they're they're not unathletic, they're not unskilled, they're not professional boxers, they're just not. Um, but they're they're not unskilled, so I think they've surprised some people. But man, I'll I'll be surprised if uh, if uh, Woodley doesn't just maul whichever. I don't even think it matters. Fight them both. So that's Same. the is that the brother of Shailene Woodley who is engaged to Aaron Rodgers? Full circle. Wow, that is Shailene Woodley, right? That's engaged to Aaron Rodgers. I don't, I don't know. They I, all I have no idea. The same. You know, I don't keep up with his. You know, after him and Danica fell apart, I it just it hurt too much to go back to. I it. really thought she was the one. Let's talk about it. So, Shailene. yeah, Shailene Woodley was is uh, his unmarried partner, according to Wikipedia. So yeah, breaking news here on Solid Seven Podcast: Conor McGregor joining the MCU may or may not be true, and uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is joining MMA. Yeah, yeah, may the or may not be. Josh Ming still doesn't care. May or may not be true. Uh, we can't divulge our sources because we made all of it up. So, yeah. Well, we said, uh, you know, let's not make this two hours. And uh, I know I got to, if you guys, are, if you didn't say, like, literally right before you're like, Josh is checked out of MMA talk, I was literally about to just mute my mic and go pee because <laughs> your boy gots to go. <laughs> uh, that's why you got to nurse your Jocko go. You can't, you can't chug it. So. Boys, this has been fun. John, I, I'm so thankful that you, despite our last-minute request, eventually oh, no. chose to grace us with your presence. Always nice to no, have you on the pod. Grace. You going to come hang out for the live recording next week? Um, I don't know what I'm doing that day, but, I mean, if it's anything, if it's anything even remotely unimportant, then it will be canned for, for I mean, the live recording that I didn't know was happening till today. Uh, well, I mean, we've literally been been saying on the podcast that you uh, support financially and, and claim to listen to that we're doing a live recording for our our supporters uh, for our twentieth episode. Yeah, I just didn't know it was it was next week. So yeah, this is nineteen. 
they've flown right by. Feels like we just it's started crazy, yesterday. Easy, bro. Yeah, it is a little crazy. I do think a lot of podcasts don't make it this deep. I do. No I can't way. back that up with any facts, but I, I do think I a think lot I'm, flame out before this. Yeah, I would agree with that. I was thinking earlier today. I was like, I could, like if if we like, because like at what point, like say we wanted a can, do 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 you just go? Especially with uh, Patreon supporters, like when can you okay go? We're I think we're done, guys. Like we're uh, we're done. And I, I think at fifty, if we don't pick up more Patreon supporters, I I could I could tap out at fifty. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, that's awful, Josh. Uh, we're never tapping out, and that includes you, Josh. So relax. We'll see. Yeah, I'm uh, I mean, out. I'm gonna keep begging you to be on the podcast every episode. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, if I were in it for the money, we we'd already be done. So I just have fun doing it. Well, you no, know. I'm saying mostly the Patreon supporters because of uh, so they can get their mugs at least. You know. Um, I don't follow, but either way, uh, <laughs> next uh, next week we're going to record the episode live with our Patreon supporters. So, um, Patreon supporters at any level, five or ten dollar, uh, will be able to join us and actually listen in live and and chat with us. And yeah, uh, you know, depending on the quality of the questions, maybe we'll take some questions from the chat and address those. And uh, Got a, a great guest lined up and, and might uh, might manage more than one guest for, for that episode. So if you haven't already joined the Patreon, um, just patreon.com slash solid, the number seven podcast. Um, there's a couple different tiers and uh, five and $10. If you join at $5, you get bonus content every single week. If you join at $10, you get that same bonus content and you get a better than average coffee mug after a few months of support. And then we keep looking for little extras to, to throw at you. So we'll see how this live recording goes and maybe we'll do do more of those uh, for maybe maybe the $10 supporters. I don't, I don't know. Maybe everybody. But uh, uh, it's a lot of fun. I'll, I'm, I'll be honest. Some of the best content we've done is actually uh, in our in our Patreon. Um, so not that we're not giving you the good stuff here, but hey, with us, you never you never know what's going to happen. And so some, there's some good stuff. And if you join now, you get that whole back catalog. You can go listen to all of the the Patreon bonus content. Sometimes, I mean, they're like full episodes on there. Sometimes not. Usually it's an episode recap and some stuff we didn't get to on the show, but uh, helps helps cover our equipment, helps cover our travel, helps pay for our Jocko Goes until they finally relent and choose to uh, actually advertise on the podcast and provide us with free Jocko Go. And, uh, you know, the more supporters we get, the better the, the quality of the podcast will get and the more stuff we'll be able to, to offer to Patreon all that type of stuff. So if you would, if you're willing, if you can, if you can swing it, if you feel so led, we would certainly appreciate your support. And, uh, if that's, if that's not you, if you can't do that, don't want to do that. If you just, just, Hey, just give us a, a subscription, a follow, a like, a, a review. Um, though, listen, if it's not going to be five stars, you know, you know, like, keep it to yourself. Just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's it good? Oh, oh, what? Oh, people need, really need to know you think we're three stars. No, no. I mean, just, just bump, just bump, round that three up to five. Uh, yeah. Give us a little review. All that helps, uh, you know, further the podcast, get us out there in front of uh, more eyes and ears. So uh, there's actually in the show notes, you scroll down, there's a, a little link to rate this podcast. You click that, it makes it an easy one stop shop to subscribe and, and rate us and all that type of stuff. And we appreciate that as well. And uh, listeners, we love you. John, I love you. Thanks for coming. Josh, Yo, love you, buddy. Much love to you guys, man. For real. So, but uh, so next, 
next week. I guess we really need to push this on here because there's not going to be a lot more time to promote it other than on the social media. So uh, next week, Friday evening, we're going to record on Friday rather than Thursday. That felt more natural. Uh, we'll go live at 7 p.m. The only way you're going to get access to listen in and participate in that live recording is if you're a Patreon supporter. You can join Patreon that day. You can cancel right after. I wouldn't judge you if you just want to join in on that and have fun. Um, join the $5 level. You get charged 5 bucks one time. You cancel it. That's it. You'd have access to uh, all of the, the Patreon catalog of stuff. Uh, for that month that you that you gave that five bucks for, uh, and you can join in the fun, but uh, go in and and support and uh, I mean just look at it as like a, a ticket to a show. Like hey, you you can pay five bucks and 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 come to the show next Friday. But uh, that'll be Friday at seven p.m. The details, the link for how to get to that, how to find that, how to participate will all be uh, sent out through Patreon to our supporters. So hopefully, hopefully a bunch of you come join us. I think it's gonna be a good time. Sounds like amen, brother. That's awesome for real. Can't wait. So, and uh, with that, we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Be blessed, right. boys. It's been fun. See you later, John. I'm going to come up with more things to trigger you with. I right. can't wait. Nah, you literally <laughs> promise you can't wait. <laughs> Love you. We're out. Later.